Indiana Jones, Indiana It's a podcast about Indiana Jones. Every movie, one minute at a time. Indiana Jones. Welcome back to the Indiana Jones Minute the podcast in which we celebrate and discuss the film Raiders of the Lost Ark one minute at a time. I'm Tom Taylor. I'm Pete Mummert. I'm Jerry Porter. He's Evan Jacover. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> that was Ryan DeGiorgi. Yay! Yay! <laughs> we figured you never out. know what these guys are going to do next. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Well done, guys. And welcome back. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. Yeah, thanks for having us. Um, we are glad you could uh, finish out this week with us as we um, spend the rest of the week on the this island, right? Oh, no. Well, we'll see. Uh, minute 110. 110 begins with Indy and Marion alone on the island with the Ark, and it ends with Indy complaining about fools, comma, bureaucratic. Yeah. Hey, you know, does... Uh does the government Porkins meeting take place in the Lincoln Memorial? Uh, yeah, apparently. <laughs> that's implied. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? I think that's where most government work takes place. Yeah, if you pull back Lincoln's ear, a, a door opens up <laughs> behind the statue, and he's got Porkins' office. Like, are they just showing that, oh, this is a government setting type, type yeah. place now? Or is it actually like, oh, yeah, this is where people talk about uh, where to put rare antiquities? <laughs> I think, it's saying, I think it's just saying Washington, D.C. <laughs> no, yeah, sure. Present day. <laughs> Although I do want to know, is that like a, uh, did they actually film that shot for this movie? Or is this like any kind of like very nice stock footage from some other no, period sure film? For the movie. They probably did because those, that's some pretty specific cars and stuff. Yeah. It yeah. is, but I was something. I, I don't know why I watch movies because, like, I, I I see something like that. I'm like, oh my gosh, what a pain in the ass! They had to close off that street, and people mm -hmm. probably wanted to come and see the Lincoln Memorial, and they got <laughs> to get all those cars, and they had to make sure other cars were in the. Oh, why even bother? Just do the whole thing as a cartoon, and don't worry about <laughs> bothering other people. <laughs> happens to Betsy. And like nobody interesting was even there that day. Like Spielberg probably wasn't there, right? Like that's second, oh, right, that's yeah. second unit stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't get to see Abraham Lincoln, but at least I get to see Steven. Sp oh, that's not Steven <laughs> right. Spielberg. Yeah. What a drag. So how did, how did, so how did a, I've got a few questions here. Okay. A, how did Indy and Marion pack up the Ark? Like, did they reuse the Nazi crate? Right. Did they, like, did he grab Belloc's clothes? Uh, second question, how did they get the Ark back to the States? Like, did they steal the sub or like, were those other Nazis on the island still alive? Were they all dead? And then three, if they weren't dead, how did they subdue like that entire base filled with Nazis so that they could get out of the, like out of there with the Ark? I can only imagine they called in the Marines or something. I mean, I don't know well, how. Possible. He could like break into some radio control room thing and get right. some message out maybe. And uh... a lot of logistics. The Ark is a radio for talking to god <laughs> yeah but what if the ark is a radio for speaking to katanga and they contact him and he comes and pulls up on like the far side of the island and helps him out <laughs> i want that to be true and he, and he gets his hat back 
ILM didn't have time to animate the part where like God's hand just reaches out and plucks everybody and like reach puts them back over in the U.S. and then gives a thumbs up and like, oops, a daisy. Exactly. There you go. Good luck, Indy. <laughs> well, that's a good. Uh, you know, it's interesting. Did he destroy the base too? Oh God. Mm. How far did that chain reaction go? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Did he kill every Nazi on the island, or just the ones that were in the, the little place? Well, and why? Why stop at Malta? Yeah. I mean, why not take the yeah. the fireball to Berlin? Well, he I mean, didn't we do that. Really see where this valley ends. <laughs> like, we see the valley goes right. out. Clearly, everyone in it got lightning bolted. But maybe, yeah. Maybe it just kept going. Does this little valley kind of go all the way to the <laughs> seaport? Well, this is the uh, this is the alternate history, and that's why uh, Porkins is saying you've done your country a great service by wiping out the entire Nazi army <laughs> everywhere in the world. That was awesome of you. Thank you. The Last Crusade must be entirely new Nazis. Like, oh, like they, yeah. yeah, you refilled all the Nazi tanks. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. It's like a new Führer. This time he's Führer instead of Ferber. Always Führer. Oh, that's the one we know in our history. I get it. <laughs> oh, well, but we also know that, that yeah, he's he's Admiral Ozel from the submarine, becomes the Fuhrer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so he, at that. least he survived. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a island. good point. Does yeah. Hitler ever learn about any of this? He's a nut. He's how, a much nut did, for it. how much did they... Well, yeah, no, I know. But how much, had they, how much had they reported back at this point? Like, does he learn about anything that happened with the Ark? Or is he just like, I sent those guys to get that arc. I wonder what ever happened to it. Yeah. Last I heard, they were close in Tannis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they right. said that, uh, yeah, Dietrich was mad at Belloc for telling, or no, Be uh, uh, Belloc was mad at Dietrich for telling Deferber too soon that uh, they were close to getting the arc. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, maybe that's the last he heard. That's weird. And, and, then, like, but, and everyone he ever told about it is dead. And he's like, that's a little weird too. But oh well. <laughs> Cannot get to the bottom of this arc thing. Where's my arc? <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. On to Poland. <laughs> well, you know, when Porkins says the top men, I thought, well, look, Belloc's head just exploded, Porkins. You know, I saw it myself. Like, what else you got? Like, who else? Like, none of these top men, I feel, ever went to Sunday school. <laughs> you know, and I, it's like you have the swallowed up lack of proof in this spotless Maltese altar. Yeah, but the top men is like a total faint, right? I mean, that's what I'm led to believe. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think Porkins is totally blowing smoke up his ass, but then Indy, when he says, when he holds his feet to the fire, it says, who? Is he saying, look, I know you're BSing me. Oh, okay, what top men do you have? Or is he saying, who do you have? You've got Indiana Jones and Marcus Brody, uh, the two top men on the arc, now that Abner's dead and Belloc exploded and stuff. Right. Uh, what other top men could you possibly have? He's like, we got this guy, Forrestal. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what's crazy is that Marcus is all uppity and indignant with his whole, where is the arc insistences? And I'm like, Marcus, did you not just hear about what happened the last five minutes? Well, did any of them? I mean, this well, is this I mean, seems Andy, a little Did Andy keep it a secret? You know, I want to say, like, Marcus, how do you plan on researching the Ark? Like, you can't touch yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. God forbid you open it. I mean, that'll ruin a faculty party. 
It's like, yeah, when you when you look at this movie or when you look at the scene kind of on the surface kind of quickly watching it in the movie theater, you're like, oh, it's Indy and Marcus versus, uh, you know, uh, Eaton and Musgrove. But then you're like, oh, wait a minute. Bel- uh, uh, Belloc, Marcus and Indy are actually saying two completely different things. Like Indy's saying, like, who are you trying to hide the Ark from? It's just the Ark. And Marcus is saying the Ark is unimaginably powerful and it's got to be researched. And it, it doesn't sound like they're saying the same thing. They're, like, like they're actually contradicting each other. I feel like when the movie came out, this was sort of a sly ending of like the government's screwed us up again. Yeah. But I feel like watching it now is sort of like they come off as having made the right decision. It's like, look, totally. this thing is crazy powerful. We're just not even going to touch it. We're putting it in a room where nobody else can get to it. Yeah. And what are, what are they researching? It's like, well, okay, we, we figured out how to turn this into a weapon. First step, you get a supreme being <laughs> over all the universe. Yeah. Get them mad then... at you or your enemies. Well, and it's like, what are you gonna? What are they gonna do? Like, what are they? What are they actually gonna do? Take it to the third floor geology building, you know, d- dust it off with, you know, dust off an angel or seraphim yeah. with one of those archaeology brushes, and then just hope that you didn't covet your neighbor's tatas. <laughs> Good luck. Have you seen the neighbor's <laughs> have, yeah, have you seen that neighbor? <laughs> oh I mean, man. Like, what do they mean research? I would love to see Marcus in a room like, okay, now we're gonna research and uh ha. Uh like, <laughs> yeah, and there they're, they're, be two angels on top. Like Andy and Marcus are dead serious about taking this thing back to Marshall College. Right. It's not Marshall College, for God's sake. They want to take it there so, in DC, the National Museum. No, that's not legit. true. They, they say the museum. The museum that Marcus Brody works at. Where's John Bruggen? He's got to make me a t-shirt that oh, says no. <laughs> Martin Brody. Marcus Brody works at the thing. You're bringing what? in evidence that's not in the movie, Tom. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, that stuff doesn't count. It totally <laughs> doesn't. I mean, you could, clearly the Ark of the Covenant would go in the Smithsonian. Yeah, that's what he's talking the, the National Museum. Yeah, but then you know what would happen? Of, they'd show, yeah, they'd show that final scene <laughs> outside the, the Smithsonian. I'm not saying it's a good idea. I'm saying that that's what the plan is. I think it belongs in a box deep in a thing somewhere. But then Ben Stiller on the night shift is going to open it up and all the dinosaurs Whoa. are going to come to life. <laughs> the, it comes alive. It's like, hey, everybody. <laughs> Here's my friend Amelia Earhart. Let me help you with your marriage. I keep sneezing out ghosts. Sorry about that. Don't look at them. How <laughs> back up there? So who's the guy in the background leaning against the wall? Yeah, that's my main. I've, I've never thought about that guy until now. Who is that guy? It's Buddy Hackett, isn't it? Yeah, it is. uh, he looks just—he looks just like the guy from Up. He does. You know who he reminds me a lot of? He reminds me of uh, the—I uh, don't even know what his job is in the movie. In Jaws, when uh, Matt Hooper shows up and he's doing the autopsy on the little bits of uh, the girl, and they're all in that medical room, and the one guy who had been saying, like, was kind of like under the thumb of the mayor. I don't know why I'm saying this whole thing. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even look like him. But it's like he's under the thumb of the mayor, and he's like sort of standing in the background being sort of sheepish, like, oh, I was going to say it was a boat accident, but it's clearly not a boat accident. He's got like the same glasses and the same suit and stuff and the same – he's standing in the same exact position. And maybe if we go watch every single Steven Spielberg movie, we'll find that same guy in some scene <laughs> in the background. <laughs> it's a guy who thinks everything is possibly a boating accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, your son's not missing from aliens. He was killed in a boating accident. Yeah. That doesn't make me feel any better. Mm, this U-boat with the Nazis, probably a boating accident. Yeah, 
It's only an explanation. We, I mean, someone brought up a really good point, which is, you know, we, when the time the movie came out, you think, wow, this is one more government, you know, Area 51 cover-up, Zapruder film, they killed JFK sort of thing, which is fascinating right. that they sort of hint at, you know, I guess especially when you consider, like, what is this, seven or eight years, nine, ten years after Vietnam? You get the impression that what the government is doing here is the wrong thing and that the arc would be in much better hands with uh, Indian Marcus at the helm. Yeah, this is like the typical government stepping in and getting its scrubby hands and just uh, shutting down all the obviously smart people. Right. But if, if, right. But I mean, if, after watching this movie, am I I've, am I crazy to think that they'd be horrible? <laughs> if the arc was in Indy's hands and Marcus's hands. No, yeah. Well, it's weird. I mean, we're jumping ahead, you know, to the rapidly approaching end of the movie. But uh, yeah, you know, there's a famous shot of the thing. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe after all that. It's t- and the, you don't watching the movie. You don't have the sense even at the end of the movie necessarily that, oh, my God, like after all that, you don't have the sense that, oh, this is exactly what should have happened. Like, oh, good. Good. Tuck that right. away somewhere and don't anybody touch it. It's more like, oh my gosh, can you believe it? They went through all that trouble. Yeah, exactly. Them. It but needs to be researched. He would have been like, first thing, let's let's melt all this gold off of it. And, uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> take it to Marrakesh. Yeah. <laughs> well, how, how speaking of money, how much how much do you think they paid Indy? Because they, you know, Porkin says we trust you found the settlement satisfactory, which a, I think is kind of, he's needling him from Han Solo, like taking the reward instead of helping. <laughs> with that star. Right. But how, like Indy immediately says, Oh, the money's fine. So how, how much do you think it would take for Indy to say the money's fine? Because he seems to be really into money. That's a really good question. Like I think whatever they, whatever they paid, whatever they said they'd pay him. I bet you they paid him more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. he says, "I trust that you find the settlement." Yeah, but it's interesting. Gotta, he yeah. says the settlement. That's true. You're like, well, what? Did they sue him or something? <laughs> that, to me, that implies he he has to sign something that he's not going to talk about it. Yeah, it's like oh, a man. gag order or like a yeah. Order. That sounds like what like settlement you can't come means. Within twenty feet of the ark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "I'm not going within a mile of the ark." <laughs> yeah. It sounds like whatever was proffered up at the beginning has been changed. But to Evan's yeah. point, what was the agreement? They just all they ever say at the beginning is like they want you to go find it. Like was he was he I assume he was getting paid. Yeah, they Marcus says they're prepared to pay handsomely for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. there was money on the table, but yeah, we don't know what it was. And it's funny that when you, <laughs> I was watching uh Musgrove, the the skinny bow tied guy, Sitting next to Marcus, and he's when 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 Eaton is saying we trust you find the settlement satisfactory. He gets this big beaming look on his face, like yeah, we we it's this is great, isn't it? This is all working out just the way we all wanted. And and then you know slowly after, Indy's like, no, the situation is totally unacceptable. He's like, oh wait, they're not happy about all the money in the settlement. <laughs> my new friends are mad. Aw, I gotta straighten my bow tie. I feel bad now. Well, it's interesting because the words are settlement trust uh situation is unacceptable that might all just be like sort of like you know government business speak like instead of saying oh i hope you like the amount of cash we gave you you know they call it a settlement to be sort of you know 
buttoned down about it or something. Maybe it's a strong arm situation where they're like, look, you know, you now you have information that could definitely be considered dangerous to a war effort. Not really yeah. in 1936 for America, but so we could definitely like we could definitely hold you up in court for a long time, like or, you know, take you away, put you in a hole somewhere. But, you know, we're making this agreement right now, right, where we give you this money and everything's good, right? Yeah. That's the, that's actually a really good point, because even just like if people found out that the government was paying archaeologists to go <laughs> to like Egypt and find religious artifacts just to spite <laughs> Hitler, like they might be like, guys, what's going on? Wait a minute. But it is like the greatest weapon in the world. Right. Well, that's yeah, why it's so but, weird that know. India's indignant about like safe from who it's like well literally yeah. anyone <laughs> yeah. right exactly yeah yeah why why, why? I, that, that question bothers me i don't get why you asked that exactly it feels like the real question there the real thing that they were trying to get across was he doesn't feel like the government is the safe hands right right but, but it's, it's not it doesn't come across that. right yeah. exactly for one thing i can't tell if he says from who or from whom he i can't tell whom who does say Okay, good. Yeah. Anyway, and then Brody screws him because he, Brody doesn't give Porkins a chance to answer. <laughs> That's true. He probably was totally going to tell him. He's going to lay it out for him. And <laughs> Marcus like, well, said interrupt. <laughs> Glad you asked. From the Russians. <laughs> Your body language is interesting, though, because like they're not making eye contact with him. Like they're really, you could tell they're really upset. Yeah. Yeah. He's got his arms crossed at the beginning. Indy does. Yeah. It's yeah. Like staring he's at the like, floor. Right. I guess the message is uh, the government uh, hosed him. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's all, that's all we need to come over. The government hosed him. They're being uh, it's the new Delos, used. right? Yeah. He finds yeah. something, they take it away. There's nothing that's you can't right. find, Indy. Yeah. That's true. That's actually a good a good theme, yeah. Yeah. The one thing they can't take away is Marion, but he doesn't really care much about her. Right. He doesn't even know she's yeah, there trying to fall on the stairs. <laughs> Like their relationship is summed up perfectly in this. The, the end yeah. I totally agree. That's actually great. Yeah, she's just trying to follow him up and down the stairs. He barely even knows that she's there. She's like a little lap dog, all <laughs> eager to be with him. She thinks he's looking at her, but he's looking at something else. Like right. You know. Oh my god! I got. I got to say before we get away from it, Marcus is up there. You see him for the last time up there. Like you know, just talking to Indy for a second. And when you watch this movie, you know, not like an idiot, like one minute at a time over the course of months, but like as just a movie, a two hour movie, you, you know, you see Marcus again at the end. Hey, there's Marcus from the beginning of the movie. All right. But as we're watching it now, like we spent like, I don't know, a couple of weeks with Marcus, like earlier this summer. Uh-huh. And now it's like, oh, this is all I get with Marcus. I get only one more minute with Marcus. Oh, no, come back, Marcus. I love this guy. And I only get to see him for like this one more minute. Wouldn't they go get dinner together? I mean, yeah. Right. Where's Marcus going? Back inside? Yeah, I don't know. Where Marcus is like, I'll give you two some time alone, but and he doesn't get the hint. <laughs> right. <laughs> what were you saying, Pete? Yeah, what were you saying, Pete? Oh, I, I was uh, like, I was, I was kind of upset because they didn't really get a nice farewell scene. Like, it's very perfunctory. But then I was thinking, well, they're probably on the same flight back to California to Marshall like that evening stop so. it oh, yeah. oh, i don't wow. like that kind of talk mm-hmm. or uh, where is he going though he like he turns right back around and goes right back up into the building i actually like that a lot because i feel like he's like i'm gonna go back in there and tell them off again and then he's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he go, he's like, gonna well, be like time I- to research the ark 
I'm the top. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I totally played it up like, like I was mad at you guys. And now that he's gone, I can research the arc, right? Okay. <laughs> oh. This, uh, Pete, I'm sure you're going to tell us, but isn't this, isn't this building like not anywhere near Washington, D.C., this actual location? This building is actually very important in my life. This is um, San Francisco City Hall. Hmm. And I like it because I actually got my marriage license about 20 feet to the right of where they're standing. Oh, wow. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, this was a nice. big part of my life. Did you guys get your pictures taken right exactly here <laughs> on the spot on these stairs? No, but we're going to now. Was there a guy standing in the corner, just kind of watching? <laughs> yeah. <while you're> <laughs> Jerry can be going back upstairs. <laughs> I actually <laughs> didn't notice that was Marcus in this final shot of the minute. I didn't notice it for years. But yeah. I didn't notice it until today. Or not today, but like when I started looking at the minute. Yeah. Like I yeah. I have a quick question about the the boardroom here, though. Like, is that a fa- are those two fancy candles on the desk, or the, is that like water? Yeah, I think there's some sort of decanter water things. There's like four. There's like four yeah, water. candle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, they're like four candle holders. I think glass candle holders. Glasses. Or are they Everyone like kerosene lamp, kind of kerosene lamp, lamp kind of things. Yeah. So like they're they're like a stack of glasses on top of each decanter. That's what you're saying, Evan. I think everyone gets their own decanter. <laughs> everyone gets their own decanter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. The government has the money to spare. These are your tax dollars at work. <laughs> That's what makes indie even matter. He's like, oh, this excess water, and I can't even play with the arc. <laughs> you know, I think what I come away with in this minute is that Indy and Marcus are completely crazy. <laughs> yeah, they think that like they're gonna have the arc like some of it's like well what honestly what did you guys think was gonna happen well marcus like from the very beginning we know that he didn't like think this through because at the very beginning when he tells indy about you know hey they want you to go after the arc and they're gonna pay hands but and indy's like oh and the museum gets the arc when we're finished and brody's like oh totally yeah i'm sure we absolutely get the arc uh, at the museum because he says of course yeah and like this he's you can see that he's assuming that like that that was never brought up and uh, he's just uh, like, wouldn't that be great if we got the arc? Well, I mean, you wonder, was the original original meeting at Marshall College where, like, where Indy wasn't present, where they just like, okay, we've thought about it. Um, we'd like you to go get the arc. And he was like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I'll tell Indy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny because, like, Belloc kind of took advantage of a government to to kind of meet his own ends like to meet his own goals in this movie and Indy just completely got taken over by a government right yeah he's too nice he should have been more like Belloc and he'd be awesome <laughs> I, I forget I, I know this was like but... months months ago for you guys but like at the beginning of the movie why does the government want the government knows Hitler wants the arc but when what when Indy brings up the idea of like oh some people say it has powers both the government guys are like this idiot doesn't know anything Pow- secret magic forget it but if they don't believe in the magic why does the government want the ark in the first place yeah we did talk about that and I wondered if it was uh... God what did we say what did we come up with I I, I think one of the options was that it was just uh, to like if Hitler wants it then we don't want him to have it right. You know, or I like that. And they do seem to sort of like when he shows them the picture in the Bible, he turns right to the page. They uh, they seem to sort of be get like, oh, I'm beginning to understand Hitler's interest in this. Like, you know, it must have always seemed like he might have been on board with the 
kind of supernatural stuff. Porkins definitely wasn't, but right, right, right. Okay. Okay. Might have been a little more amenable to that. Well, I guess I bring it up because it's like if they ever thought this had any kind of like power to it, you're clearly right that they wouldn't have been like, oh yeah, and sure, this small college can totally keep it when we find it. Yeah, right. <laughs> but then, yeah, if they did want it for a weapon, why are they packing it away? And uh, but it's weird. Like, <laughs> if you think you think if Indy told them exactly what happened, gave them a full you know debriefing. I, yeah, I from what I can you know, I last time I looked, there were a, a island full of Nazis, and then when I opened my eyes again, they were all gone. Heard a <laughs> lot of screaming, a lot of fire and stuff. Uh, you would like in any other movie, the rest of the movie, this would be the beginning of the movie and the rest of the movie would be the government trying, we're going to make a super weapon out of this. Cause this sounds like a super powerful thing. And we've got the, uh, hubris to figure to think that we can channel it or whatever and stuff. So you'd think that the, there'd be an element of that here that like the, the government would be like, Oh, according to Dr. Jones, it sounds like this thing, you know, kicks a lot of yeah, ass. We should right. figure out how to use this. Totally flip flopped from like Jurassic Park. Where the prudent <laughs> yeah. you know, the hero is the prudent character who's warning everyone not to mess with it. Here, the right, hero right. is like, "Yeah, let's mess with it. Let's research." Yeah, it. <laughs> why are you hiding? Who who care? You know, I was almost killed by the thing, but why are you trying to pack it away somewhere? Once again, it. meddling ass hose. Yeah, <laughs> that's never getting a bell, by the way. Meddling ass hose. I'm no, never... it doesn't have to. It stands okay. by itself. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's a t-shirt. <laughs> it could be a t-shirt. What's interesting is, I, I, I mean, when we're originally introduced as to why they want the the Ark, they're kind of like, well, Hitler's a nuts on the subject. <laughs> right. And that's the, that's the original reason, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And then it goes into, well, look, it has these powers, but what do you mean? Well, here, I'll open the page. The whole thing, is, it is kind of strange. It is a little strange. Yeah. Because they pack it away, and you know, like if they're gonna research it as a weapon, I would understand that. I don't know how they do it. Here's a question: Do you think uh, Porkins even knows where the Ark went? Is he high up enough on the chain, or if they were just like, "Hey, Porkins, if anybody asks, it's top men." Yeah, he could just be the yeah. middleman. He could just yeah, be I the one uh, telling them. Yeah, no, I don't think, but yeah, Porkins doesn't know where the yeah. where the where the Ark went. Like for all yeah. he knows. It really is being researched by top men. <laughs> yeah. That's, right. that's, a good, that's a good point. Yeah. I don't think he cares. Yeah. Right. Right. He I think a lot of these people, of much like Dietrich, he's just doing his job. Yeah. yeah. Dietrich's just doing his job. And this Por- Porkins is just doing his job. He doesn't really care what's in the ark. He doesn't care if it's dead Israelites, angels, the actual Ten Commandments. He's just doing his job. Yeah. You can say that about anybody in this movie. Like, Belloc's just doing his job. He's hired by the Nazis to get the Ark. Although he and Indy have a different kind of, uh, not personal interest, but kind of more passion about it, I guess, than just a job. Talking about guys just doing their jobs. I liked it in both Star Wars and this movie, uh, Porkins goes out smoking. (laughs) (laughs) That's not funny. That's awful. That man died trying to save the rebellion. How could you? Listen. This has been awesome, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us this week. It was so fun. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. And 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 th- I hear that there are other Indiana Jones movies, and maybe you'll come back someday. I would love to. Um, uh, yeah. and since, I like Last Crusade possibly better than all of the other Indiana Jones movies. So. Oh, really? Awesome. Okay. I do love Last That's Crusade. That's the one well. that I like, you know, grew up with. Yeah. Okay, cool. 
I had no idea. See, I always assume the Raiders is the one, and then the rest are the the other ones. But I can uh, acknowledge that Raiders case. is the best in in the original, but Last Crusade is just I love it. It's it's yeah. like the perfect movie, and there are no flaws in it. I'm sure if you really like go through it one minute, at a time, <laughs> you probably won't see anything. <laughs> I can't He's, wait. Certainly, Harrison Ford's flawless Scottish accent isn't any kind of problem. <laughs> this sounds great. I can't wait. This is gonna be really cool. Um, but since this movie's almost done, people are going to need other podcasts to listen to. So where are they going to find yours? Uh, well, Evan and I are producers on Hello from the Magic Tavern, which is a great improvised comedy podcast that you will love to listen to. Uh, and uh, we also make video games at Jackbox Games. Jackbox Party Pack 3 is coming out in mere, you know, less than a month. Awesome. Probably. Fantastic. Yeah. We look forward to all of these things. I love that show. The Magic Tavern is an excellent podcast, and everyone should listen when they're not listening to us. Thanks so much. Uh, Pete, where uh, can people find us uh, while they still can? (laughs) Uh, Still can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. Uh, You can find us on iTunes. And you can find all of our episodes and lots of other information, uh, information about Han Solo's dream, archaeology news, want to find out about past guests, you want to buy some shirts, you can find all of that on our website at indianajonesminute.com. I'm going to go there right now. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I'll meet you there. Okay. Um, but all you, please come back next week for Minute 111 of Raiders of the Lost Ark here on the Indiana Jones Minute. Well, gentlemen, I guess that just about wraps it up. <laughs> <laughs>